Welcome to Feminine Revival Podcast, where we empower women to embrace their God-given identity and live a life of beauty and victory. Welcome back. So glad to be here. Hello. How's it going, ladies? Living the dream. Great. Super Bowl Sunday. Oh, yeah. I uh, just remembered that. Thank I you. Know. <laughs> Hi. So who, who do you want to win? Chiefs. Clearly. I don't really have a dog in the fight. So. Well, we used to really? live in Missouri, so it's a throwback, you know? Yes. It has nothing to do with any pop singers that may be connected to them. We won't name them. <laughs> Those that go unnamed. Those we do not speak of. <laughs> yes. Precisely. Um, yes. So today we're going to continue our discussion on speech. And we're going to uh, kind of go on the other side of conversation, which is when to be silent. And um, we'll talk about gossip and uh, how our words can actually grieve the Holy Spirit, which is so sad. Um, but before we do that, uh, we're going to have a brief discussion about uh, secrets and how do you keep a secret and what do you keep a secret? And how do you get someone to tell you a secret? Just kidding. Oh. <laughs> I just threw that in. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't, I don't have it's any. called uh, waterboarding. <laughs> just kidding. Oh, man, that's true. There's like real methods for getting people to share their secrets. Yeah, you think I, about that. I didn't either. Those hmm. people, I mean, they are like legitimate at keeping secrets, you know, like I mean, bad people. To the say. death, <laughs> literally. Like, I feel like in America, people are just so willing to tell you anything if you ask. That is true. It they is. say culturally speaking, you can ask an American anything and they will just bare their soul yes. to you. It's Sometimes not like that. even if you don't ask, That's like, I, I didn't ask. That's true. Sometimes you just have one of those faces that are like, I'll listen to every word of your sad life. I have one of those faces. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, speaking of, I was uh, talking to Autumn and Laura about how at one of my uh, old jobs, um, I was like the secret keeper and I couldn't tell you how many people would come up to me and just divulge like so-and-so did this and so-and-so did that. And then I always try to give them just like truth, like, well, you know, like, did you consider that were they having a bad day or whatever? But then like the person they were talking about would come up to me later and like sell their side of the story. And like, I knew so much stuff and I just kept it to myself. <laughs> it's like, okay, you know, mm -hmm. what's that movie? Um, it reminds me of me. Anyways, I'll think of it later. But um, basically, it's interesting if you are one of those people that people like will divulge mm -hmm. their whole life story to, or you know, tell you all their like their their secret woes. So it's like that movie, the little the Hallmark movie. That guy, he's a little boy, and they think he's deaf, <gasps> and he's not deaf, but they think he's deaf, and so he just kind of because he got abandoned at this bus stop, and he's in this little town, so. Because I think he's deaf, he just decides he'll pretend to be deaf. So he knows like all of the town secrets. He grows up in this town and it, I don't want to give the story away, but it's actually a great, like a Hallmark Hall of Fame movie. But he ends up like saving some people at the end by his testimony because oh, he finally gets on the wow. stand and they're like, you can hear? Oh, no. Oh, no. Ruined. Wow. wow that's <laughs> That's intense. the Hallmark episode that's called, like, Everyone Goes to Jail. <laughs> I don't know what it's called. <laughs> it's like, just a, knows I think it's what the there. deaf man heard is what oh, the, it's called. Oh, I'm going to look that up. Back when Hallmark was good. Oh. Yeah, back yeah. when it wasn't so predictable. Mm. <laughs> um, because of my job, I think I just know a lot of things. And so I definitely have to just pretend like I don't know things. So people will tell me halves <laughs> of stories and they'll tell me, like, 
things about themselves or others. And I'm like, wow, okay. You know, so that could be a thing too. Like maybe you have a role where you're just like very informed, but you just yeah, that's true. can't say because that's just not how that can go. Right. So yeah, you can't afford to. That can be a thing too. Spill the beans. Mm-hmm. That's true. You have more restrictions with more responsibility. Yeah. That's a hard thing where you're just like looking at someone in the face and then you're really aware of like, what does my face look like right <laughs> yes. now? And you're like analyzing yourself. Like, do I look like I know? Did I wrinkle my forehead? Like, oh, you know, did I say that? Like, <laughs> But usually people were more in their story than they are how that person is responding. So that's good on your side. I think so. Side. Hopefully so. That is true. There's like this internal conflict where you're like, keep normal face, yeah. you know, like neutral eyebrows. Tilting head, nodding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Or like they're talking know, and I'm thinking. Do I look surprised? Right. I need to look more surprised. I'm like thinking about like I'm reflecting on what the way I look right that moment. Yes. I'm not even listening to what they're saying anymore. I'm like from an outside point of view, like do I look neutral? Do I look upset? Do I look like this is the first time I've heard but this But I think story? you're the master at that, Autumn. Like oh, you really have a um, even keel kind of mm. face, yeah. facial expression. Yeah, you are. So it's good. I'm terrible at that. That's why your humor is like on point because... Mm-hmm. We can all be like serious, 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 and then Autumn throws something out in the same tone, but we're like, ah, what? It's true. It is true. It's like normal voice, but the words are. It's because your timing and your wit is like on point. It's impeccable. Oh, yeah, dang, it's it like, is. did you plan that? Because it t- the timing <laughs> is impeccable. Yeah, I think if you have a visual memory or like you picture things, sometimes. I don't know if that helps with humor because like oh, somebody's sure. describing something and you're picturing it and then you kind of like picture the way it could go and you put that into words. Yeah, and it's that's like, true. That's sometimes part of it. But yeah. yeah, actually like Laura and Heather are really good at keeping secrets almost to frustration because you're like, <laughs> well, so and so and so and so. And they're like, I can't tell you about that. And you're like, I mean, a little bit. No, sorry. Can't tell you. There's just that's the end of it. And like, fine. <laughs> so good job, girls. You do a good job. Sealed Thank vault. you. Um, yeah, it's definitely a a struggle, but I think we've all had the experience where someone shared something about you that you, you know, said to them in confidence and how terrible that is. So I think everybody's had that unfortunate experience where the exact opposite has happened. You shared something and somebody did not, you know, respect that, um, privacy and now the other person knows and you're mortified. So as a general rule of thumb, I literally don't tell people things that I am not okay with them sharing. That mm-hmm. is an important. That is really. That's yeah, an important rule of thumb. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like well, publicly speaking. Yeah. Well, you there's know? a verse about that too. It says, "I don't say in secret what um, cannot be proclaimed on a mountain t- or a housetop." That should be like everyone's life yeah. verse. Seriously, I do yeah. think that too. I'm actually that's pretty wise. like an open book. There's a lot. I'm just kind of mm-hmm. like I don't really mind. For, you don't a have a lot of secrets. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kind of like it. They am who I am. Like here it is. But yeah, there's definitely. There's a certain small group of people that I will tell, like, divulge mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. my life to. And then everybody else kind of gets the fringe. But maybe you have bigger fringe than most people. I don't know. I'm just kind of like, oh, here I am. <laughs> certain things I can't hide. It's obvious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's on my face. <laughs> I think that depends on if the things you're sharing are about you personally. And then that's yeah. really up to you. What you would yes. want people to know about yeah, yourself yeah. versus, you know, like, I heard something or whatever. And, of course, we'll get into that more later in today's discussion yeah lord did you want to add anything else to that um when to keep a secret how to keep a secret uh i think if if somebody's trying to get information out of you just i try to like maneuver the conversation to something else 
oh my goodness, the tea's ready. <laughs> you know, just like, right. like, so I don't have to say, yes, I know about that. If you, Some people are very direct. They will like, do you know this or this? Yeah, opinion. And I don't want to lie mm. either. So I'm yeah. like, oh, I'm just going to pretend like I didn't hear that. I'm going to breeze past it. Basically, so try that. Them. It's yeah. kind of awkward if you've already said like, oh, I'm not going to share. And then somebody keeps asking. I don't think we usually yeah. do that with each other. We're pretty much like, oh, I can't share that. And then we're like, oh, okay, my bad. And we'll like kind of move on. Yeah, that's you know? true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or if you say like, oh, you kind of stop yourself. Like, no, maybe I shouldn't say that. And I know that's annoying. Like, no, say it. Mm-hmm. But if like the person's like, no, I really don't feel like I should say that. Then like respect that and be like, okay, yeah. you know. Like, what is the verse like twinkling ears or something? What does oh, it say? Itching ears? Itching ears. Itching. <laughs> twinkling ears. <laughs> the twinkle comes from the itch. Uh, itching ears. Something. Uh, itching. Some twinkling ears over here. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Um, well, that's actually a good segue because we are going to uh, first talk about gossip. And I wanted to ask you ladies, how would you define gossip? Because I, when I started looking into this, I was thinking like, okay, what's just my working definition of gossip? And the more I looked into it, I kind of found some interesting things. So um, Autumn, we can Mm. start with you if you want. How would you just off the top of your head define gossip? I know. I feel like it's probably more exclusive than what I would think off the top of my head. But I first think sharing other people's information hmm. so not just your own because I don't know that you're really gossiping if you're sharing your something strictly only about you you know a change of thought or something you had done so sharing someone else's information mm-hmm. and with no purpose just sharing for sharing sake you know mm-hmm. that's what I think initially and I could, mm-hmm. there's probably more to it but that's mm-hmm. my first thought yeah, yeah I think it's kind of like um Sharing something that the, um, how do I say this? Like that you're not really wanting a resolution on. Mm. You just want this other person to be mad with you about that person. Mm. That's interesting. That you didn't talk to that person Mm. directly. So that kind of thing. Or, you know, also sometimes people just share information for the thrill of seeing the other person's face hear this juicy information like they like to be the person to be able they like to be the messenger of Mm -hmm. bad information which is kind of sad that's really true and maybe that goes to their own Mm -hmm. sense of self-worth and like what they feel like they're contributing like they're valuable because they carry information or something like that i don't Mm -hmm. know or maybe they feel better because they're they're not the one doing this bad thing that's true you know, the Bible's like clear you shouldn't like celebrate somebody else's calamity. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Don't glory in somebody else's sin. I think people sometimes just talk too much in general. Yeah. Like our society doesn't really rest and reflect and just sit in silence. So there's always noise and words and music and some information and people are uncomfortable if you're just sitting. So sometimes they fill that silence with words, even if that's just a story of something mm-hmm. that they saw that was amusing or entertaining or might be something that they could sit and talk about. Or scandalous. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, grasping for something to talk mm-hmm. about. Yeah, that's basically, I would say, a combination of both of what you guys said is how I would say. Probably more of what, Laura, that your second point, just kind of like wanting the the thrill of saying something shocking or juicy or, um, you know, 
uh, maybe enjoying like the thrill of being in the know, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Being the informer of somebody else's business or drama or whatever. Or it could be to prove something that you and that person had formerly thought. That's true too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, mm-hmm. technically that is gossip though. It's yeah. kind of like being nosy about somebody else's yeah. business. Like now, oh. I didn't look up, uh, the Bible also mentions being a busybody. And I didn't really, I think it's probably maybe more like gossip in action, you know? But it's like being in people's business when it's yeah, not your business. That's true. It's none of your business. Just want to know where all the little piece, the the tea around in everybody's yeah. life. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's interesting. I mean, I looked up biblically what it defines uh, gossip as, and it kind of put it into two categories, which is interesting. And I think it is represented in both, the in all the things that we've said, but... Uh, just plain gossip, it talks about being idle talk or rumor, especially about a person or a private affair of others. It's light, familiar talk or gossip. But that word idle has two connotations. It's it's without taking action or showing concern. And it's also apparent purpose or without apparent purpose or intention. So kind of like we were talking about, it's just like there's no point in mm-hmm. you talking about it. It's just to have something to say. It's like almost word vomit of mm-hmm. just like blah, blah, blah. You know, like, oh, did you hear? Da, 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 da. It's just, it popped in my head, so mm-hmm. I'm instantly going to say it. I don't have any purpose. I don't have any meaning. I just want to talk about it. Right. There used um, to be a, more of a common decency of things that you should or shouldn't talk about as well. That is true. And so part of what you just said is familiarity, like yeah. making something familiar. Did, what is that part that you just said um, in the definition? Uh, I said without taking action or showing concern and without apparent purpose or intention. But you read the word familiar. Oh, um, oh in the, the definition above, it is light familiar talk or gossip right like you're making something familiar like a common kind of language and it probably shouldn't be yeah like there's no deference for a relationship or intimacy that's true injury you know like we used to not be so comfortable talking about bodily functions and things that are happen in private yeah that's true it's i feel like social media is Mm -hmm. that's one of the biggest disservices that social media has brought to our society is it has completely blurred the lines like people people just put so much intimate information mm-hmm. out there so much personal information out there that it's it there's like no boundaries right. it's like erased the the decent lines of boundaries right. and now we're just talking about everything under the sun with no regard to like privacy right. and that does lower the standard of therefore what you should talk about amongst yourself because if anything goes then it goes without regard to Mm -hmm. implications of that right and like we talked about earlier you might be somebody who's more open and you know and and totally fine with sharing your life business and that's fine for you if you want to accept that as you know the way you live your life but I have uh, (laughs) friends that are super private and even something I wouldn't consider as a big deal they don't want people to know and so Mm -hmm. I have to really purpose with that person anything they tell me just keep a tight lip on it mm-hmm. because whereas I wouldn't care I know that she would and so it's like whoop, you know just don't yeah. talk about her I'm a more private person too and even if I'm sitting in a coffee shop if I'm just sharing anything about myself I would rather not have people around me you know we could just be talking about I don't even know what interesting like, 
oh, I, I got, um, you know, was made responsible for a new task. And, you know, mm. I think they're, that's great that they're trusting me. I don't even know I'm making that up, you know, mm-hmm. but it doesn't matter like anything, mm-hmm. much less if I'm, you know, sharing about someone that I'm interested in now and how that went or, you know, a hope for something that's a desire for my future. Like, I don't like people knowing any of that. Like, if I didn't oh. invite you to know, then I don't want you to know. Oh, that's interesting. Heather, I'm uncomfortable that that's news to you. Um, It's not. I'm just kidding. I'm just being agreeable. <laughs> <laughs> Heather's like, wow, I didn't realize Heather's you'd be uncomfortable right for the world to not know those things. <laughs> I mean, it's always a, it's literally not how I am. So I, I think I just almost project myself yeah. into what you're saying. And I think almost right. about myself in your shoes thinking like, wow, that's actually so different than me. Mm-hmm. But I do know that about you. You know, when you have friends that are like loud Yes. And so you're talking to them and they're not picking up on the fact that you're talking in a hushed tone. So you're like, and so then I went over there and you would never guess, you know, like I, I was right or whatever. It sounds like I'm gossiping, (laughs) but I'm just trying to create a scenario where you're just in like a hushed tone and you're like, you know, and then I was so embarrassed and da 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 or whatever. And somebody's like, no way. Your skirt fell down. <laughs> Keep it quiet. You're like, I am so embarrassed right now. Yeah, definitely had that. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's interesting, too, because it's, you know, like I said, there's two categories of gossip. And I think that, you know, I think that's probably the more general uh, experience that we just talked about, you know, general gossip. But I think that a lot of times it, it, it can actually go a step further um, where it turns into slander. And so there are two distinctions. The first one that we covered is just plain gossip. It's it's basically um, unguarded, loose conversation without consideration or concern, speech that lacks purpose or intention. But then the step further to that is slander. And slander is to cause others to think less of someone by attacking their name, reputation, by publishing specifically false information. But I think you could actually make the point to say that you could do the same things by publishing true information mm-hmm. as well. Or partially right. true. Partially true, which any good lie has elements of truth in That's it. That's the thing. is mm-hmm. like most people are not informed of the whole situation or story or individuals. Yes. So really just sharing anything that you heard. You know, I think we, we all think we're detectives. And so we're kind <laughs> of like piecing the clues together with our friends or whatever. But... Generally speaking, like there's no way that we're really going to understand what had happened because we're not informed, you know. So if you want to try to piece all that together, maybe do that privately if you have to, you know, if that's your job or something like that, especially. But yeah, and I think it's important to remember there's that phrase, I'll probably say it wrong as we usually do, but there's three sides to every story, mine, theirs and God's, you know, I think that like you're saying, they looked at Laura for affirmation. Is that right, (laughs) Laura? Is that right? I was going to say yours, mine, and the truth, but God is the truth, so I is it that, like, I work that out in my mind. Yeah. Mine, yours, and ours? Or is that a... That's a, m- that's a movie. Oh, a movie, but... Never mind. A cute movie. <laughs> <laughs> the older version's a cute remember. movie. Yeah, that's true. Um, but, yes, I think that it kind of goes back to intention. Um, or really, I guess you could say gossip is... Um, and a a lack of intentionality, really, if no, you want to define it that way. It's like they, the purpose is not to help that person mm-hmm. or, you know, I'm kind of thinking of, did you guys ever watch the show, oh gosh, what's it called? Intervention? Where they would like, I knew of all it. the family would get together, they'd write their letters and then they like, obviously they were talking about this person behind their back because mm-hmm. they had to come up with a plan how they were going to try to get them to go to treatment or whatever. 
And then they like, then they, with the purpose of coming to that person directly. But, um, just funny because the person always had sunglasses in a coffee cup mm. when they came in to like, we need to talk to you. They'd be like, with the coffee cup and yeah. sunglasses every time. I'm like, really? I'm gonna, that's going to be, <laughs> why? Why every time? Coffee cup Hiding? and sunglasses. That's interesting. Mm. Well, well, I was thinking, I mean, I know you're saying with intention, but sometimes there are unintended consequences of just sharing oh, information sure. too. So even if your intention is not to cause another person to think badly, that's the danger is you don't know how the other person is going to interpret what you've just said. That's true too. And so you chance slandering somebody, mm-hmm. even though you maybe didn't think it was such a negative thing, you don't really know how they're going to perceive that and what they're going to do with it. So it's just kind of like when the Bible talks about your tongue is a fire and a world of iniquity. Yes. Mm-hmm. Who can tame. It's like you spark a little fire and you set something on fire and you don't really know where it's going to go and what it's going to burn down mm-hmm. from there. And you may want to say like, no, I didn't intend to talk so badly about them. I just yeah. was sharing the news. I thought it was g- general facts, you know, and you're still responsible, though, for having shared that news. So I think, you know, yeah, even yeah. if you didn't intend to slander, like just by sharing something, you kind of can do that yeah no I agree um we'll read a couple verses and we can kind of discuss uh you know pick them apart like we did last time uh, Matthew twelve thirty six says but I say unto you that every idle word that man shall speak they shall give they shall give account thereof in the day of judgment mm-hmm. and kind of going back that word idle means free from labor at leisure lazy shunning the labor which one ought to perform. So I think that's kind of um, what we've talked about. Like when you speak idle words, like careless words or words that you're not giving any thought to implication, ramification or consequence, it does say like you're going to have to give an account Mm -hmm. for every single one of those words spoken. That's like, oh, that, I mean, I'm a, I can be a chatty Kathy, so I'm <laughs> got some explaining to do. <laughs> but long at the Bema seat, huh, Heather? Oh uh, no, Lord, <laughs> forgive me. Um, Is that right? <laughs> but I think doesn't that he like all of our sins are burned up, and that's like the judgment on the works that we did. I don't that know. Seat. I mean, ultimately, everything is covered in God's, you know, grace. Well, yes, you're not accountable, you know, for your eternal soul yeah. for those things. But there is some kind of acknowledging of what you have spoken, evidently, if it says, yeah. Yeah, give you... account of them in the day of judgment. Yeah, you know? that's true. Account. So really, that means like, why? Tell me why you said those things. Yeah, it does, does talk it about all your works being weighed out, you know. So I think it could factor into mm-hmm. maybe that, that it's accounted for and it, I don't know. The Bible. Oh, maybe it means, I'm sorry. Well, go ahead. Maybe it means an account is like an accountant. Yeah. So like a like you were saying, a scale. Yeah. And then the wood, hay, and stubble and the things that were done in your flesh that has no eternal weight of glory. So you don't take those things, you know, to the glory of God Mm -hmm. into heaven with you. But then the things that were of eternal value, like you take that to be able to glorify God with something like this. And so maybe that's the accounting of them. Not that you were punishable for the sin because that was already paid for by the blood of Jesus Christ, but that you spoke nothing of eternal weight of value. So you have nothing to take with you 
to earn a reward for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's really good. Um, Proverbs 6, 16, 19. Well, I didn't include 16 in here, but it says, actually, um, well, I'll just read the verse. Uh, 19 says, These six things doth the Lord hate, yea, seven are an abomination unto him. And the first one it starts off with is a false witness that speaketh lies, and he that soweth discord among brethren. Mm. So that word discord is strife or contention. So I think that the one of the consequences like we're talking about of talking about somebody or gossiping about somebody is that it can light a fire of discord or you know frustration it can cause disunity mm-hmm. in a group of people you know it just sets like multiple fires that it can be very difficult to go back and um, try to put out and you know reconcile and damage done kind of a thing yeah i was just sharing this first before we got started that um james three sixteen, for where envy and strife is there is confusion in every mm-hmm. evil work that's kind of linking, like you were saying, the strife. Mm-hmm. And um, let me look at that again. The, the discord is we're supposed to be unified yeah. in the body of Christ. And I think envy kind of is key because sometimes people are speaking evil against someone else because they're actually jealous or envious of what that person has or yeah. they got the promotion. or. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But So it's important to be able to get down to the root of why, why did I say that? Yeah. You know, and I think, I mean, maybe we can, I guess we can insert this here. I was going to say like, how do you deal with being gossiped about? Do you have a protocol for that? My inclination is to go, if somebody says like, oh, I don't know, Sharon said this about you, whatever. I will straight up go to Sharon and be like, hey, um, you know, down the grapevine, it got back to me that you said this. Like, did you want to talk to me about that? Like, I will go mm-hmm. directly to the source usually and like cut it off at the head or somebody's telling me like, oh, this person did this and this. And I'm like, did you talk to them? Mm-hmm. Like direct yeah. them back to like, well, sounds like you need to talk to that person. Right. Yeah, that can be good. I think you definitely get ahead of it in that case. So, yeah. you know, I could definitely see how you would do that, too. One, um, one time somebody was wanting to do me a favor. And so they were sharing with me that someone else had talked to them about me. And I was like, oh, okay, wow. Well, thank you so much. You know, definitely consider what you're saying. Um, And I was like, who said that? And they were like, oh, they didn't give me permission to tell you who they were. And I was like, oh, wow. So then side note, I was thinking, there's something weird about you telling me this information Mm -hmm. that I think is personal to you. And so I'm going to think about this later because I think there's a reason you're telling me this. Like, why would you do that? Because it's obviously not for restoration or it doesn't seem like it is. So mm-hmm. I'm going to have to table that and think about that later. That was yeah. my first thought. Secondly, I said, well, I hate that they think this. And I know that you could go relay, you know, what you've discovered being the mediator. However, it seems to me like this is gossip. And if you want to tell them to come to me, I would love to work through that with them. Or if you want to tell me their name, I'd love to work through that with them. Otherwise, there's not a whole lot I can do with this because it's just kind of falling under the category of gossip in my mind. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to give you some time if you want to go back to them and have them come talk to me. Or if you want to share their name with me, that would be great, too. And um, they were like, oh, okay, okay. Like, you know, well, let me just kind of think through that or whatever. So. 
I that was a weird situation. And I think it just kind of tells you that sometimes people are not being Mm -hmm. upfront about their reason for telling you something. Mm -hmm. And and I think that it it's like a sideways gossip. Sometimes people are just they want to tell you something that's kind of insulting to you. They want you to change your behavior so that, you know, unknown people don't get offended anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, later I ended up finding out that the person themselves was not offended. Mm. It wasn't their issue. The person telling me had got offended on their behalf. Mm. So like oh, wow. the person themselves was like, oh my goodness, that was not very, that wasn't a big deal. Like, so we ended up, and that was of God that I even kind of found out who that was and whatever. But so I worked through that with them, but it didn't seem like there was a lot to work through. It ended up being, like I said, the person took offense for them and made it an issue with me and it was all just very messy so hmm. really if something is messy it's generally a an indication that that's the work of the flesh because yeah. the flesh is confusing yep. yeah. and envy and yeah. strife and all those confusing things so if th- something's just like not clear and not upright about it yeah mm-hmm. i would just try to be polite and then kind of give it some time and work through more information but sometimes like you don't have to own personally when someone else is sort of telling you something either I think it's okay just to be like okay I uh yeah let me definitely think about that well and it kind of goes back to what we had talked about initially that like I think you know sometimes people are telling you something just to get a response or get a reaction to get some kind of or to leverage it or to get some information back from yes. you Yes. So if you yeah. if you kind of cut it off like right there and you don't like feed into it, whether by you kind of like an underreaction where you're like, huh, that's interesting. And you don't like add anything mm-hmm. to it. You just kind of like or you instantly change the subject. I think that's usually kind of. Or you don't like get super emotional about yes. it. Yes. Or like, did you hear what I said? Yes. Yeah. Well, I will just say too, because I think that one thing that in this particular situation that I did do, which I would recommend doing is I feel like God helped me to choose humility too, because though I wasn't being given a lot of information, Mm -hmm. I really took the complaint and took it to heart and found a book on it and took it to prayer and was like really just trying to search my own heart. Like, okay, well, I'm not told who this person was sort of feel like there's more to this story, Mm -hmm. but I'll genuinely reflect on that feedback you gave Mm -hmm. me because I want to be a better person And you're not helping me resolve with this person, Mm -hmm. but I'm willing to reflect on myself and see if God needs to show me that I can improve in any way personally. Mm -hmm. So I think um, I just want to kind of conclude with that, too, that I think humility is always the way to win. Yeah. And prayerfully considering any kind of accusation of something presented to you. And then God worked it out and it's all fine now. And I think that's the thing. Like whenever you you respond righteously like god i think steps in and has a way of working things out like that you know you said you you responded in humility you're like hey be it true or not like i can grow i can learn from this but i think you can like kind of people who are gossips i think they learn pretty quick who is gonna like catch on you know like right like spark of that they can spark the flame in somebody else to like reciprocate but if you if you shut it down enough they'll stop coming to you like they'll they'll stop Mm-hmm. Because the, this is the thing. If you know somebody who's a gossip, unfortunately for that person, what they're doing is communicating to everybody that they gossip to that they cannot be trusted. Mm-hmm. Because they're listening. I'm listening to you tell me 
like slanderous information about somebody else. And I, the only conclusion I can come away with is what are you saying about me? So it's a two way street. Like if you're going to gossip about somebody, the implications for you personally is that it's going to put you in a category of somebody that's not trustworthy. So in all ways, you're hurting yourself and somebody else. It's just something to be avoided. And I think we are all guilty of it to some degree, including Mm -hmm. myself. You know, it might not be malice. It might just be ignorant, just saying something off the fly. And honestly, doing a study on this, it was convicting. And so I'm not even going to stand up here or sit here and say like, oh, I'm just perfect at that. No, like it was a check on my heart, my spirit. Like, gosh, like what am I, what do I say too loosely that I need to be more mindful of because it is a really big deal. The words that we say, how that affects other people, and then also how that reflects on me because I Mm -hmm. want people to know they can trust me. I want them to know that I'm not talking about them behind their back or sharing their secrets. So it was, um, I think it's something that's human nature, sin nature that we all have to be really careful of. Like, okay, you know, this um, Mm -hmm. this is a big deal. This, this reminds me of a situation a long time ago. An underclassman, she I kind of like looked out for her. And then she dated someone who wasn't a good guy. She ended up breaking up with that guy. And then she started, started talking to someone else. And I was like, I just think you should be careful. I was kind of implying like, maybe take some time and not date anyone. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't know other people were telling her like, he's a bad guy. And mm. so... He's like pressing her to date him. And she's like, I don't think I should. You know, people are saying, you know, I shouldn't date you. And he's like, well, who? Well, who? Well, who? So she gives him my name. Oh, no. And he he storms up to me one day outside and is like, why are you telling her not to date me and talking bad about me? And I'm like, I don't know who you are. (laughs) Wow. I was like, "I, I just told her she needs to be careful. I don't know who you are. That's why I said that. I don't know you, so I can't recommend you. That's all. Have a night, a nice night. <laughs> I was like wow. so shocked. I was like, so I think she was not wanting to give the people's names who were saying harder things. Yeah. And that he would think, oh, her? Like, what's she mm. going to say about me? She doesn't know me. Yeah. And it kind of like backfired and he came storming to me. Makes but yeah. it made me think like, okay, I need to be careful how I say things mm-hmm. to people. Make sure mm-hmm. they understand what I'm trying yeah. to communicate. And. Mm. Okay, so I just think like human nature is to like sometimes we just work through things verbally too. Yes. And so I think for girls, sometimes girls are like frustrated about something and they're like, I just have to kind of vent about this, you know? And um, it's like if you want to be a friend that's like iron sharpening iron, I think that there's some kind of I don't know if I want to say like a balance and like you know giving people a space to sort of share something or like Mm -hmm. they're upset about something and then maybe it's sort of what you do with it from there yeah like kind of coming back and being like um well how can we still love this person or like you know what do you want to do to make that better next time or something like that you know yeah because I mean like definitely I just remember this last week somebody was like I was like, how are you? And they were like, I'm, they kind of didn't seem okay. And I just hadn't seen him for a while. So I was like, how are you? And they're like, fine, whatever. And then they were like, okay, well, it was actually just frustrating because like, da, da, da. and they were like talking and then they were like, okay, well now I'm just gossiping. But then I was like standing up and then I just like sat down. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest. I was like, no, go ahead. It's okay. Or whatever. <laughs> 
<laughs> and they were like talking and stuff. And then I was like, um, okay, well, that's understandable. You know, like I can see how that would be frustrating and uh-huh. they were wrong. And, you know, like that does make sense and everything. But then like, this is somebody that I, um, see, you know, periodically or like I have a yeah. friendship with them. And so, but honestly, I kind of was thinking, okay, I've, I don't see this person frustrated very often and mm-hmm. I would like to help them. So I think that maybe in the future I could like listen to them, but then kind of like point them back to, mm-hmm. you know, well, wow, that is so true. And that is really frustrating. Mm-hmm. And I really see how you would feel that way. But, you know, how can we, how could we make this better? Like, how can, how can you not be so overcome with this? Mm-hmm. You know, like, how could you have victory over this? And that was sort of my thoughts on it because I was thinking, like, I don't really want to just like necessarily listen to them gossip. That's not really the point. But sometimes people like kind of need to talk through something yeah. and then maybe you could point something back to wisdom for yeah. them. I think what my reflection was is that I was thinking, oh, this person lets they kind of get really frustrated with certain things and that's a little bit of a pattern. And so what do they actually need to do from there? Like how do they actually work through when they get to this? Because they kind of seem like they haven't maybe grown into a place where they know how to deal with those frustrations yet. And I'm nobody to help them. You know, I'm not really the best person there, but as like a body of Christ, like, what biblically mm-hmm. can we do at this point? Does that make sense? No, it yeah. does. Yeah. And I, I think that mm-hmm. that's kind of the responsibility of like um, being a mature or maturing in Christ is that no matter what somebody is saying to you, you need to point them back to Christ, point them back to truth. Because like we're saying, there's the power of death and life in your words. And let's say somebody just spewed a bunch of death, you know, in their words, well, speak life. And mm-hmm. I think that's perfect because that's actually this past week I had somebody do that for me and I was like frustrated at the situation. And I like it, admitted before I vented that I was like, okay, I just, this is just word vomit. And I just was like, I'm frustrated. This happened. I felt disrespected. Da, 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 da. And, um, she very lovingly and very graciously was just like, kind of was like, okay, well, I think that you're just tired right now and could it be that you're just kind of a little bit um, that that hurt your pride and it was just kind of like oh you know like I but I was like and maybe I don't even remember her exact words but that was like what the Holy Spirit told me but she was like so gracious about it. Um, it was my girl, Jen. Thank you, Jen. She's always like, just to the point. I love that way, the asking questions way yes. is such a beautiful way because it leaves it with you and the Holy Spirit and yes. it gives you time to think about it. And I know she just loves me to death. So she like has earned that hundred percent right. Like you guys have to just say like, Hey, that's your feelings are valid, but have you thought about maybe the roots, the roots here? You're mm-hmm. tired. It's been a long week. And also like. You know, was that just kind of like a shot to your pride, you know, like, oh, like, oh, Mm -hmm. you're right. You know, and I was so checked, but I was thankful for that because I, it reoriented my thinking on something that, whereas I presented it, like maybe this person was like wrong or annoying. I saw through her gentle reproof that I was really the one that was, was in the wrong position 
and I had to adjust myself. So mm-hmm. I think that like really what we should do for each other is um, yes, like I think that there's some people you can vent to. And we actually, that's the next point we'll go into. Is there a righteous way to vent? Um, but I mean, I guess we're kind of talking about it now really is I think that like, you know, being careful maybe who you do that with and then only choosing people to do that with that you know will point you back to the truth. And I think within that is the is the ability, the capacity to steward um, that information. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to read a couple verses, um, Titus 3, 2, that says, um, Speak no evil, or sp- to speak evil of no man, to be no brawler, but gentle, showing all meekness unto all men. Um, and then Proverbs 18, 8 says, The words of a talebearer are as wounds. They go down into the innermost parts of the belly. So definitely just a, a reminder of that you know, the Bible is very clear about, like, don't be a talebearer. Don't be a person just going out there, telling people's business, stirring up strife. And it's interesting that it says, like, the wounds of a talebearer go down to the belly that, like, it does it does hurt people. Like that old adage, mm-hmm. you know, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Like, that's the furthest thing from the truth. Like, words hurt worse. They have longer implications than, you know. It can really affect someone's identity. If yes. If you know people who are older, they'll tell you, oh, kids used to call me this. Mm-hmm. And, and they try to overcome it as an adult or they see it as kind of an identity in some ways well and you know yeah you have to filter what people say through the word of god and Mm -hmm. i think not ignore it but address it you know like if somebody says hey i think you're this and they want to put a label on you if your pride just comes up and you're like no i'm not like i think those are the things that you can kind of remember and that are wounds that you never really dealt with but it's like they cut you yeah and so you have to heal that cut with truth and that's when you go to god in prayer seek it out and understand and improve, but then also heal it so Mm -hmm. that you can move on from it. And I think having the right perspective of good and evil in the world helps you understand when people say something wicked, it's a fruit of the flesh. It's like the work of the flesh and that's what the flesh does. So when somebody's in the flesh, they're not walking in the spirit, even if they're a Christian, they can be a tool of Satan to injure you. And so knowing like things of God build up, things of Satan tear down. So if somebody's tearing you down, hmm. that's a work of Satan. And so I'm not going to let that defeat me. I'm going to overcome it. Mm-hmm. So sometimes just like understanding the theology, I guess, of like yeah. wickedness in the world helps and you place in your identity in Christ as well. Yes. For sure. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's like James 3. 17 through 18 says, but wisdom from above is first pure, Mm -hmm. then peaceable, gentle, easily, easy to be entreated, full of mercy and good fruits without partiality and without hypocrisy. And the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace of them that make peace. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, to your point, whenever somebody's saying something to you, like filtering it through each one of those things, we've talked about that before is a pretty good indication of, you know, like, is this what they're saying true and you know like Mm -hmm. autumn 
the you know example you gave, even if it wasn't true, you still didn't lose that opportunity to grow in that capacity by, you know, like, okay, well, what is whatever it was, it was a Bible yeah. say about, you know, I don't know, being patient and allowing God to teach and grow you in, in that way. Right. You know? Yeah. So before we really just maybe continue talking about a way of somebody sharing something and then like guiding them through that. I was thinking of um, Proverbs, Proverbs 2019 says he that goeth about as a tell bearer revealing secrets, therefore meddle not with him that flatter. Wait, okay. Proverbs 2019. He that goeth about as a tail bearer revealeth secrets, therefore meddle not with him that flattereth with his lips. Mm. But if you think about it's, we're all on a journey of sanctification. So when you become a child of God, you're growing spiritually and we don't, God intends for us to function as a body. And mm-hmm. so we give each other feedback and we don't expect each other to be perfect. You know, like, um, someone probably is going to gossip. Like I'm probably going to say something I shouldn't have. And we have the Holy spirit inside of us to check us when we've done that personally. And then hopefully we have friends that are in a spirit of meekness, able to ask the right questions Mm -hmm. and guide us and sort of point out how we're not looking like a reflection of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. But if the verse says like meddle, not with him that flatters with his lips or that reveals secrets, like almost like that would kind of mean you couldn't have any friends because like everybody does it. Mm -hmm. So I guess I'm just pointing out that it, means that we have a responsibility to help each other Mm -hmm. when we see each other doing these things because it's common it's normal that that's a part of who we are as humans you know like who doesn't want to like you know share something that they heard that was interesting I mean we all do that's natural but we want to be friends that are iron sharpening iron and Mm -hmm. so when you hear your friends doing that you know you want to help them like grow through that, I think mm-hmm. is my point. Because mm-hmm. otherwise you would just be like, I can't hang out with anyone because everyone gossips at some right. point. You know, it's and like, like saying I can't hang out with a, you know, anybody who sins. Right. Know? And then <laughs> like, I do this too. So I can't hang out with myself. So what's exactly the, yeah. what's the purpose, you know? Yeah. I think that's probably more so someone that that's their pattern. You probably wouldn't want to have a deeper relationship with someone who's right. not willing to grow in that. Right. So because it, that's right like I am highlighting that they're going to do it but then you know if this is going to be a person that you can be close to you should try to encourage them to be a better version of Christ you Mm -hmm. know and maybe use yourself as an example like you know I don't know try to just navigate the situation or the the conversation away from just the gossip because it's either like I can't have you in my life if you're like that, or we're going to just agree that this is normal, but there's a better way to talk and to, to have our friendship. Right. Yeah. Yeah, And it's kind of like my friend did for me, you know, like maybe if I had like, I think it it depends on how that person responds to it too. You know what I mean? Like if they, um, maybe are like prone to, they have a disposition towards maybe venting or, you know, like maybe gossiping, um, like asking yourself, like, how do they respond when I gently remind them, like, well, let's, you know, let's look at the truth in the situation or like, mm-hmm. you know, Jen did for me, like, you know, could that be, hey, it's okay you're feeling that way, but could that be rooted in pride, you know? 
and I think gauging like how is that person responding to those gentle reproofs that that indicates growth it's it's like okay their heart's bent towards Mm -hmm. growing not just you know being stubbornly addicted to the high of gossiping you know so Mm -hmm. I think there's a distinction in that Mm -hmm. you know everybody kind of knows like oh she's a gossip you know like yeah the unfortunate thing is right now people don't necessarily even Christians they're not subject to the word of God that's true as a standard and it as a standard of how you should live so to even tell someone like oh you shouldn't say that you know like the modern way of thinking is well I can say whatever I want and Mm -hmm. you can't tell me that that was wrong to do that or to say that too Mm -hmm. so that's even a difficult thing that you're assuming that people would acknowledge you know that the word of God is the way you should live and um, you know truth is so relative right now that well, that's your truth. That's not mine. And, you know, I don't have to subjugate myself to that. But, yeah, um, you know, so that's a hard thing, too. I think that they're the younger generations have a harder time submitting to the word of God as a standard because they have a lot more questions about God and the word and mm-hmm. and they want to be the Lord of their own life. So that's a hard thing, too. Yeah. You know, acknowledge that. Yeah. Well, I came up with four questions to ask yourself as kind of like a, a check mark as to um, when you maybe can vent or talk about things. Um, just some self-reflective questions. Um, so I said, ask yourself, what are my intentions for saying this? So kind of going back to, you know, what we had said earlier, I think there's, uh, we didn't really get into venting, but I think we kind of did in a roundabout way, like, you know, sometimes I think that there's a need to, to talk about things or get something off your chest. Um, but then there's also maybe checking your heart's motives to say, like, am I just trying to stir the pot or, you know, am I just trying to get a reaction out of somebody or, you know, am I just trying to fill the, the voided space? Like what, ask yourself, like, what's my intentions in saying this before you say anything? Um, I said the second question is, if I say this, will it hurt this person's reputation? So just taking a moment to kind of think through, like, what are the implications of me saying this? Could this, um, you know, uh, put this person in a bad light? Could this hurt their their name? It could it also affect my own. Um, and then the third question I said is, does this person I'm telling have the spiritual maturity to graciously receive this information with compassion and truth? And then what is that person going to do with that information? So just being mindful of, of the audience that you're talking to. Is it somebody that you know will take it to prayer, will give you godly counsel? Or is it somebody that is just going to take it and run with it and spread it to the next person? Um, and then the last question I said to ask yourself is, am I equally willing to pray about the situation as I am to talk about it? So I think that a lot of times um, we need to remind ourselves that the best person to tell (laughs) everything and anything to is God and that that's probably where we need to start because I think that obviously God is the one that holds the truth his word is the truth and um, if we could go to God first and know that we were heard by him and seek the truth in the word of God we'd probably be a lot better off Um, well God is the best person to tell because he's the only perfect person who knows all sides of this story. Mm-hmm. You could tell someone else who might know that person a little better and might have 
you know, another mm-hmm. perspective, but God literally sees every heart mm-hmm. and he knows. So he's going to be like, yeah, I already know that, but mm-hmm. I also know all these other things about this situation yeah. that you don't know. So, yeah. And when you tell God, God, a lot of times will give you principles of how to handle the situation, yeah. not specifics with maybe we'll go to them and da, 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 you know, yeah. like that's kind of what you want from people. So I think maybe people could give you wisdom mm-hmm. after you talk to God, but the word of God gives you principles for how to handle things. And if you apply those things, you're more likely to respond in the right way to something that yeah. you're experiencing. And that is a, it's a relationship with God and the Holy Spirit that you're reliant and you're dependent on God. Yeah. And that's really what God wants. He doesn't want us dependent on people yeah. to share necessarily like, all of their wisdom and telling us what to do. He wants us to be in fellowship with him, sensing every little step from the spirit of how we should handle things. And that's based on principles. And then that's based on just staying close to him so you can make wise choices as you handle things. Yeah. He's really the source Mm -hmm. because like a person, the best thing they can do is point you to the truth that's in the word of God Mm -hmm. or principles from the word of God. Right. But you can just go directly to the source, which is the word of God and get the answers that you need. Yeah. So, yeah, I was thinking that when we've talked in the past about people coming to you with a strong emotion mm-hmm. and them having just sometimes a long on-ramp to get to truth. Oh yeah. So it's like, you know, maybe it's not even gossip just but I think it relates to gossip too. So I was thinking, you know, someone comes with a strong emotion, clearly if they're upset about something, they want to like share, oh, blah, 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 you know, like this or whatever. Sometimes like you could cut them off really quick and be like, I don't have you talked to that person. Well, yeah. maybe you need to go talk to them. Or if you tell me I'm going to go talk to them. So I'm going to give you an option right now. You know, like maybe that's what you need to do if they're just simply like sharing news with you, you know, like that. But if it's something that they've experienced that could shine someone in a bad light, but they're processing it and trying to work through it. I think you can give people an on-ramp, like, you know, mm-hmm. a long on-ramp, like they need to kind of share their thing and they need to feel that you care about their feelings and how this affected them emotionally. But the goal is to end with truth. Mm-hmm. And similar if somebody's just venting mm-hmm. about like how they were hurt in their life, like they're sharing something and you can't, it's not the wisest just to say, hey, don't feel that way. Here's yeah. truth. You wouldn't cut the feeling off and jump to truth right away. And in these kind of situations, I think it's best if they're sharing something that hurt them, give them a long on ramp. They're getting on the highway. It's mm-hmm. a long on ramp because they need to share their story. But the goal should always be to land in truth. Mm-hmm. And so it could be that today they can't hear that truth. I don't know. Maybe you're mature enough where mm-hmm. like tomorrow you can come back and be like, hey, you know that story you shared with me? Here's would it be OK if I shared some some truth of maybe how you might want to um, consider handling that? Mm-hmm. But as a friend, your goal would be to care about their feelings, validate that their feelings are real and that they're truly experiencing that. Mm-hmm. But then the solution is really in the word of God. Yeah. And so either they need to go fix that or, you know, here's some truth of how you need to process and think about what you're going through. So, so, yeah, maybe the ramp is proportionate to how emotionally invested the person is. Or how hurt they were. Yeah, because, like, if someone's just gossiping, like, oh, did you hear about Dave and Susan? Right. Then there's, there's like, a low level of, like, emotional in- involvement in that, assumedly. Right, yeah, so for maybe them personally. Yeah, so maybe that's when you could kind of, like, 
take a quick off ramp and mm-hmm. give them a shoulder. You know what I mean? Yeah. Of like, no, that's let's not talk about that. Like, is, right. it, is it third party information right. or yes. is it first person? But if it's first right. person and they're just like telling you information, like you know, man, that's really hurt my feelings. Right. This reminded me of my childhood, and then you're kind of like, okay, this person's they're not just gossiping. They're 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 working working through something. Through right. something. It's a real pain, and that's gonna you know require more of that like long off-ramp of like validation listening mm-hmm. being patient and then with the leading of the holy spirit delivering truth because right. like you said it should you should always get to the place of truth but the path sometimes is shorter or longer depending right. you know on discernment of maybe how personally invested this person is mm-hmm. or hurt in the situation yes. like yeah, the person that talked to me earlier this week they said oh, i'm about to gossip but really it was because they were hurt yeah. by something that had happened and so they were like you're right i am upset and this is why i'm upset and they knew they were saying something negative about another person mm-hmm. but that's why i kind of sat down like you know it's okay like yeah. share what you're thinking and then uh, honestly, even at the time, I didn't really draw any truth conclusions for them, but I reflected later like, okay, they're working through something. Mm-hmm. And so how can I help bring truth into this? Yeah. That's going to give them some principles of navigating this type of thing. If yeah. God give me the chance to try to do that for them. Yeah. I yeah. think if you can go into that situation, um, knowing that you are not going to, um, leave with a negative opinion about someone else that you're you actually are just a sounding board sometimes I find even for you guys or whoever I'm listening to they are deep enough in the word that if they allow themselves to talk out loud long enough they will be preaching the truth of themselves by the end of the conversation I haven't said a word I'm just listening yeah that's true and I'm not walking away thinking like I can't believe that person said that to them or whatever I'm thinking like that's that was between you know, who I was listening to and that other person. And I've said and done things I shouldn't have done before. So if you can kind of enter the conversation that way where you're able to mm-hmm. still leave with a good opinion mm-hmm. of the other person. Yeah. And then I think the opposite is true too. Like if you're starting to hear something and it's striking a nerve with you, that person that they're talking about already got on your nerves, that might be a chance for you to be like, you know what? I'm not the best person to listen mm-hmm. to this. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, that's so true. And so that's a great point. I think if it strikes a nerve, like, you know that person is irritating as well or whatever, ideally one of you would kind of say, like, okay, we just need to acknowledge that. We need to apply forgiveness to them. We need to apply grace to them and patience to them and long-suffering to them. Yeah. You know, like, and that's really... their situation and yes. what's going yeah. on in their heart. And like, yeah. 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 So another good verse uh, to in relation to that is Psalms 101, verse 5. Whoso privily slandereth his neighbor, him will I cut off. Him that hath a high look and a proud heart will not I suffer. And I think that kind of goes back to really your heart behind the matter. You know, like you're saying, it, you know, speaks of having a high look or a proud heart um, that there's really just no tolerance for that so um it's interesting slandereth means a scandal monger Hmm. (laughs) wow kind of an interesting uh definition uh something that carries or takes defamation uh attacks a good name so is a monger like a animal 
right? They, they, all, nowadays, everything, they add monger on the end. Yeah, like, like a sleep monger. It used monger. to just be whoremonger. It was like the main thing I would hear that. <laughs> That's what I always think from the Bible. But now it's like a... Like a cookie, mon- cookie monger. I, I don't think I've heard that <laughs> one before, but I might fall in that category. <laughs> hey, if you've had Heather's cookies, you'll become one. <laughs> monger. Is monger. that like a monster? Like a mongrel? A monger is a person who is involved with something in a petty or competi- uh, contemptible, sorry. A person who is involved in some with something in a petty or contemptible way usually use in combination a gossip monger wow actually uses that a dealer in or a trader of commodity to sell or hawk mm. so it's kind of like somebody who is uh underhanded mm-hmm. wow doesn't that word slander also mean accuser i think so it yeah i think yeah, so i think so yeah that reminds me of revelation and we just pull that up. Revelation twelve ten says, And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. Mm-hmm. And if you think about it, like a gossiper, a slanderer, that's really what Satan does. He's mm-hmm. going before God gossiping like Mm -hmm. about us you know like slandering us and accusing us before god and in revelation it's talking about the accuser of the brethren is cast down Mm. which accused them before our god day and night you Mm. know so just to say that i think when we're acting in that way Mm. we're really being like satan and we're going before someone that we're going to judge that person mm-hmm. and say like, oh, did you know they did this and this and this? And mm-hmm. like, wow. And like, oh, my goodness, we need to, you know, conclusions and we were right about them mm-hmm. or whatever. But that's not what we should do. And mm-hmm. we are acting like Satan when we do that, and though it be natural. And we all know that we have done that. And it's easy to fall into that. We're really looking and acting just like Satan when mm-hmm. we do that. So. It really kind of just reminds me, like, really, our own sin and the sins of others should break our heart. You know, we should be grieved over it. It should cause us to repent, and it should cause us to, in brokenheartedness for other people, pray for them to repent. Mm-hmm. That's the heart of God, yeah. is always to restore and to reconcile us to truth. Mm-hmm. Um in conclusion, it makes me think of Matthew five sixteen, which says, Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father, which is in heaven. And it makes me think back to one of the very first points we made about speech in general is that the first time the Bible makes mention of speaking is God speaking light into creation. And I think that in beautiful contrast to the verse you just read in Revelation, that we are either going to be reflecting our first father when we before we were saved, which is the slander, the destroyer, darkness, Satan, basically, um, and we're going to be cutting people down, or we should be acting more like Christ now, our new father, and bringing things to light, yes, but to speak things that reflect Christ, that uh, basically living your life in a way that people look at you like Matthew five sixteen, and they see your good works and they're glorifying your father, which is now God, if you're saved um, and giving him glory. Mm-hmm. So, well, they, 
response to the accusations of Satan are God is going to say, I covered that with the blood of Jesus yeah. Christ. So I don't, I don't see what you're saying. All yeah. I see is Jesus, Yep. you know? And I think if we think about gossiping, really anything that someone has done that we would want to judge them over or talk about or make ourselves feel better about, the truth of the fact is that that has been covered by the blood of Jesus Christ if mm-hmm. they're in the family of God. So there's really nothing to talk about. You know, if you want to talk about something, you would say like, wow, well, they did that. But praise God, it's covered with the blood. <laughs> so let's move on. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. but I know the human experience is you have to kind of talk through it a little bit more. But what if we gave that answer to someone gossiping? <laughs> That'd be, uh, that would be the end of that, you yeah. know? It's kind of so. like that thing where you're like, I'm actually a lot worse than that. So I'm right. glad they don't know me that well. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That'd be a good rebuttal. Well, thanks for joining us. That was a good discussion. I think we all have something to think about and take forward into this week. So, yeah, just think about your words and thank God we have a, uh, a God that is loves us, knows the truth, and um, it's covered in his blood. Mm-hmm. It's very patient with us. Amen. Yeah. And loving. All right. It's good. Well, have a great week. Yeah. Go forth. Listen more. Speak less. In <laughs> truth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a good conclusion. Listen more and speak less. <laughs> have a great week. Mm-hmm. Bye. 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 recording wait talking to yours hello hello yeah hold on i need to switch our names oh it could have messed it up because mine came unplugged let's give them something to not talk about (laughs) (laughs) that's right